Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Essig and McKeon are producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fast with another update here in about 27 minutes. NBA All-Star Saturday night. You heard Johnny say that Jones wins the contest in a dunk-off. I thought Gordon. How how tall is Taco? 7'6"? Is that correct, McKeon? Wow, he jumped over him and he lost. To, to the credit, he really didn't jump over him. I know he hit him. Well, he's seven six. Yeah, but like Taco Fall lowered his head a good six inches. Yeah, I don't know. That's you know Jones had a good final dunk. I I hate to be that guy, but like I you are call that guy. You are that guy. You are that that guy. I don't know. I I, I watch. I just think of old school and Michael and and Dominique and. Kobe, and, and by the way, I think it's awesome that the All-Star Game Award will be named after Kobe uh, starting uh, tomorrow. I'm trying to figure out what All-Star Game I like the best. It really is the baseball All-Star Game. That, that to me, is because that seems to be the most real game. They don't play any defense in the NBA All-Star Game, and the NHL splits it up, and I, I think it's by far... The MLB All-Star Game. But I grew up a baseball guy, and I do love basketball, and I love the NBA come playoff time. And I love college basketball when we get to all the tournaments, conference, and March Madness. There's just so much sports on TV now. I'm serious. I don't know, Bill. I think it's uh, the Pro Bowl that's the best. I didn't even mention the Pro Bowl. That thing is, I don't know. How do you improve them? You just stop playing it. Yeah. You know, I the, the skills thing, the dunk, yeah, that's pretty cool. Three-point shootout. I, I, I get that. You know, but uh, the one idea would be the Legends team would be all the big names on one side, and the Young Guns would be the first and second-year players. I think we brought this up last week, where that way the young guys take on the best in the league, right? Both, you know, East-West combined, whatever it is. Take on the best. So now you see all the best on one roster, and they want to beat the young guys. So you get the first and second year players versus the best in the NBA midseason. Not voted on by fans. It would be the best. You would just roll out the best. That to me would be interesting. But what do I know? We did start with our first huge question of the night. I had the idea to start this show that this Astro story is just getting bigger and bigger and not going away. And it will continue to grow as we get closer to the start of the Major League Baseball regular season. And I know they won't do it, but my idea to end this is for Jim Crane, the owner, to take the banner, the trophy, and the rings 
apologized to Major League Baseball on behalf of the organization, with the players standing behind them, we are sorry. And we are moving on. We will not accept the banner, the trophy, or the rings. That, to me, is big. That's being remorseful. But now if you do it, when you had a chance to do it earlier, you look like you're giving in to the media, to the social networks. I wonder, I know we have listeners on AM610 down in Houston. What do the Astros fans feel about it? McKeon and Essek, you guys produce shows, and I know we get a ton of feedback from Houston. What do the Astros fans say about this? Yeah, we actually had uh, Landry Locker, who is a host down at 610 in Houston. Is that his real name? If he's a sports talk show host, that's not his real name. He, he supposedly is. That's no, his it's name. not Landry Locker. Okay, oh, I'm Bill Cubbyhole. <laughs> well, he said he, he, he was a host down in Houston, and we had him on as a guest in the last show. And he said to us that apparently a lot of Astros fans are defending like Houston. Like they're not, They're not giving up on their team. They're not, not that coming down on their team. A lot of Houston is supporting the Astros here. Yeah, I was looking at the guest list, actually, at CBS Sports Radio talk shows, uh, secret guest list that we get. Uh, Jody Mack had uh, Landry Locker, and he also had uh, Donnie Double, uh, who's a baseball insider for AM610. Exactly. Tommy Triple. And Hank Homer, your lineup, all baseball, all Astros, all the time. Houston's go-to radio station with Landry Locker, Donnie Double, Tommy Triple, and Hank Homer. A lot of the points they were making, too, which which I found to be absurd, was like, oh, the Yankees got to stop the talking here. Like let let the like let, let the the Yankees need to stop with the talking. The Yankees lost fair and square. Like it's only the Dodgers who lost. And no, like, they, they cheated versus everyone. And I know the Yankees are never the team that's, like, allowed to, like, complain about anything because they're the Yankees and they do everything right and they get any player they want. And I fully understand that, but you cheated your way to a championship. Like, there, there's no way around that. I don't see how a fan of a team you could just somehow figure out a way to make it look like you're, the, you're, you're not in the wrong here. I, it's, it's miraculous to me, really. Well, and if you remember during, you know, Bonds' heyday, the fans defended him. Okay, uh, the fans gave Pete Rose at that All-Star game. I think it's San Francisco the big standing ovation. Cardinal fans thought Mark McGuire was a superhero. Cubs fans were kind of wishy-washy on Sosa because you know they, they're throwing syringes, you know, at Wrigley. They were kind of all over the place on him. Yankees fans, did they? You guys are in New York. Did they ever pile on Clemens, Pettit? Uh, A-Rod took a lot of heat. but now uh, A-Rod took a lot of heat, but now A-Rod's one of the most beloved Yankees probably ever. Okay, because he dates J-Lo. But he took a ton of heat for the, the – he he, I mean, he turned around and sued the team. You know, he, so. took a, he took a lot of heat for a while, but then, you know, people say they forgive and forget. This is team-wide with the Astros. And my point was an hour ago when we opened the show – this will never be forgotten. This isn't going away. It's not. Bigger it, or less big than the Black Sox scandal? Well, it, it, I, I, think it's, I think it's bigger. I mean, because, uh, you know, you go back to, you know, the start of the century. I mean, what do you really know what happened in, you know, the gambling, throwing games, I, this cheating team-wide? 
I mean, team-wide. And you won a championship. You go back to that. And what's interesting is that when you look at these fans and they'll defend their team, you don't care. You you don't care about accountability. You, you've had, you know, the Cowboys, for our listeners at 105.3, Greg Hardy, after, if you read the story of what happened with that woman, he got a chance. You know, I... I get second chances. Michael Vick made something out of his life after that horrific run uh, with the dogs. He did. He, I'll give him credit. And the 30 for 30s are really good. We're the most forgiving society. And I think when you, when you point to an individual player or a couple players on a team that roided up, uh, HGH, whatever, it's not like you could point to the Yankees and say the entire starting nine were juicing and you had proof. That's what I look at when I look at the Astros. I know, you know, Korea Wild Tuve didn't he didn't take as many bangs on the drum. And by the way, one of the great baseball movies, Bang the Drum Slowly. I can never watch that movie the same again. We don't, as fans, do you care if your team won a championship? You don't. You don't care. Tyreek Hill goes through all that, and you're celebrating with the Chiefs. I. Some can separate, McKeon, that they don't care about accountability if their team is winning. And I'm not, I'm not saying give up on your team. I'm not. I'm not going to be the person that's going to come out there and say that now because, for all I know, the Yankees could be could be in the middle of a scandal in a year or two. No, uh, that would uh, never happen. Bill, I am skeptical that every team in baseball is stretching the rules somehow. They're not doing it to this extent, but they are stretching the. I think every team in sports stretches the rules to some extent. But with the technology today, exactly. But they're not doing it to. This is taking it above and beyond too far. So I'm not going to be the person that's going to come out there and say that I would give up on my team because I, I would not expect any fan to ever do that. But to there's one thing to give up your team, but there's another thing to blindly defend your team for no reason. And that's what Astros fans are doing here. Well, and there's a portion of the fan base that deserves credit that is not defending the team and saying they're wrong, but there's a very large portion who's coming out here and saying, well, the Red Sox are in the middle of something, and the Yankees shouldn't complain. They have 27 championships, and they got Garrett Cole. And this, no. You guys did something wrong, and you have to admit that. McKeon, I will tell you that I think Jim Crane and the Astros players, based on what we're hearing from them, they read their Twitter accounts, Instagram. They listen to sports talk radio when they were back home in Houston or wherever. They understand that the Astros fans don't look at them the same way baseball fans are nationally. And I haven't called for any players to be banned. I didn't call for the franchise to be shut down. I said an hour and six minutes ago on this show that I would give back the World Series banner from 2017, give back the trophy, and give back the rings. See, I think a postseason ban is the most effective method here. I really do. Because think about it. The Astros, it's not like the Astros lost a ton of players due to this and they have no chance of competing this year. The Astros are going to be one of the best teams in baseball this year. They're going to compete, and they very well could win a World Series this year. They have as good of a chance as anyone else. Would you Would you argue with that? So if the Astros come through this year and win a World Series this year, that doesn't look too great for baseball, does it? 
I think I think a, a postseason and also. You ban them from the postseason. Think about it. This is the Astros' prime time of their franchise. You're giving them no draft picks in the future. So this is their prime time as a franchise to win World Series while they have Verlander and they have Altuve and they have Correa and they have Bregman. They got all these great players right in the middle of their prime that are ready to strike. You give them a two-year postseason ban right now where they have two less years in the middle of these players' prime before they're paying them mega bucks to go win two World Series, that I think is an extremely effective ban. I agree. And just something. And see, Rob Manfred... As as the wind changes here in the story, we don't know what that deal, because I guarantee lawyers from, you know, Major League Baseball, agents who are lawyers for the players, I guarantee a lot of people were involved here on what Manfred could say, uh, what they could do after the fact, what they could say, what they could do. We don't know. And... Something just needs to be done that punishes the Astros. And hanging out Hinch and Lunau to dry and those players all get immunity is one of the weakest things I've ever seen from athletes ever. And you could give give the franchise a postseason ban. See, a lot of reason why people say they don't want to give the players a – uh, um, the immunity clause people have a problem with it is because if you do anything to the players now, the players union's going to come after you. But if you give the franchise a two-year postseason ban, the players union can't do anything about that. It's the franchise's postseason ban. And I can tell you what, Bill, suspend the players, do whatever you want. If you if you want to get the players really ticked off, you take them out of the playoffs. Because then Jose Altuve, his face isn't on the camera all the time. They're not playing on national television all the time. They're not getting all the attention they want, and they can't win two more rings. Somebody sent me a photo, I don't know when it was, that shows Altuve with no tattoo on his chest with some other Astros players. So I don't know when the when the when the photo was. I think it was somebody from New York who sent it. Yeah, Rocco Cacciola. Hey, how you doing from Eastchester, New York? That is the most Brooklyn name of all time. <laughs> and how great is that? No no tattoo. And and even even so, Bill, if he's got the dumbest tattoo in the world on his chest. Who in their right mind? You just hit a home run off possibly the best closer in the game to send to win a pennant, and re- and really the first thing on your mind, rounding third base on a pennant clinching home run is oh I don't want anyone to see this embarrassing tattoo. Mm. Who in their right mind would care? I think the Dodgers quote was the best one from Cody Bellinger. Rip my pants off if that happens. No, Gary Sanchez quoted that. If that happens, rip my pants off, rip my shirt off, rip everything you want off. I just hit a home run to send my team to the World Series. I haven't bought anything anybody from the Astros has said, including A.J. Hinch in the interview after he was fired. I haven't bought anything from anybody. And shame on Justin Verlander, who was so outspoken about cheating when with the Tigers, and now he's quasi-silent with the Astros. And I know he came in late in 2017. If you want to join in, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is sponsored by GEICO. Whether you own or rent, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com easy. Huge question of the night. 
What should happen to the Astros, if anything? You tell me the story is getting bigger almost by the day. And I think as we get closer to the start of spring training games, full rosters reporting, you can only imagine when the Astros go on the road. Now we're hearing from McKeon and others at CBS that from our Philadelphia AM 610 that the Astros fans are supporting their team. I'm curious where you're at on all this with another week of news connected to the Astros. I told you two Little Leagues in Southern California have banned the Astros logo and name from their Little Leagues. It's a true story. You can join us at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Bill in Louisiana. Thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, Huge. Uh, I'm enjoying the show tonight. I think a lot of people are overlooking the fact that uh, Bobby Rush, who's a representative from Illinois, he handles an oversight committee in Washington, D.C., and he's talking about uh, having a congressional hearing on this uh, astro problem. And wow. uh, I, I truly believe it will happen in the next uh, year, in a few months, anyhow. Uh, uh, he would get a lot of publicity from this, and that's what he likes. Also, the hitting coach for Astros is Alex Centron, and he's still the hitting coach. I mean, MLB didn't run him off. Astros didn't run him off. The hitting coach. Thank you, Bill, in Louisiana. Yeah, I wonder who was in, and I know they tried to point to Beltran and Cora, but who was banging on the trash can 1,100 times, or were there multiple bangers? <laughs> Excuse me, what do you do? I work for the Houston Astros, and I'm a banger on the trash can. McKeon, have you ever read who was responsible for banging the trash can? No, apparently it was a video guy that works for the organization, and from from what I heard, it was um the the whole banging thing was done by basically a video guy that was sitting in the in the clubhouse. Right, he would right. yell down the hallway and say this pitch, and then they would bang accordingly. But apparently, how how, how do home plate umpires never get onto this? Well, at times it was done by an intern, and I mean, you tell an intern, "Hey, kid, here's a hundred thousand dollars a year to bang on a trash can." He's not going to ask any questions and just do it. Yeah, I wonder, yeah, did all the players chip in or how that, you know, like paying a clubhouse? Here's the problem I have, Bill. There were, report, there were reports out there that apparently multiple major league teams over the year had complained to Houston, had complained about Houston to Manfred. And if those, if those reports are true and Manfred did nothing about it and didn't further investigate them and didn't, you know, look for anything prior to this story coming out, boy, th- there's a whole more uh, layer of steam that needs to be looked under. Uh, wise beyond my years uh, drops a tweet at Saturday Huge. He says, your boy McKeon is dead wrong. It's not because the Yankees have 27 championships, blah, blah, blah. It's because Carlos Beltran was on the Yankees long before the Astros. He didn't just start his scheming and cheating ways in Houston. It's been reported already. He said Houston was behind the times. So there's a tribute to you, McKeon, at Saturday 
huge on Twitter. Yeah, Let's... thank you. And he was on a million other different teams before that, too. So I if know. you want to indict all other 10 teams, the Beltron He's the only player called out, which really shows unity uh, inside that Astros clubhouse and character. It does. Uh, let's go to Gene, speaking of the Astros in Houston, listening on AM610. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Yeah, you just, uh, Gene. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an Astros fan, have been for many, many years. Uh, I think they're making a bunch of stuff out of nothing. I think that goes on in all the leagues. And I think Astros, just they're just making it, taking advantage of the Astros, using them for a, a scapegoat. Uh, uh, as far as uh, banging on a trash can, I don't see how that could actually help a, help a batter. It helps maybe some batters, but I don't think it helps all of them. And I think they're making a bunch of stuff out of this. Uh, like I said, I think the Astros just one of them that got caught, a team that got caught. Uh, I think that's kind of home field advantage. You know, people try to do things to help their teams win, and I think that goes on in everything. Uh, Gene, I appreciate your huge opinion in Houston. I heard Johnny Bench on the Dan Patrick show Friday, I think it was, or Thursday. I forget what day. And he said if he would have known what pitch was coming, he would have hit 700. He would have hit 700, the legendary Johnny Bench. Let's go to Robert down in Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Robert. Hello. Yeah, you're live on the air. Cool. Um, I, I I grew up in Houston. Um, I'm actually a Red Sox fan now, and I I I've, I've been false a little bit, but I watched Cody Bellinger today, and with what he was saying about you know we all knew the Astros were doing it for three years. I, I don't I don't think they knew they were doing it for three years. I think they're saying that now because they think they've been cheating for three years. But my my question is. Baseball's been around longer than any other sport, um, but don't I, – I don't condone cheating, but I'm saying doesn't every team try to find an advantage? Like if I'm on second base in 1920, um, I'm, I want to tell Babe Ruth if fastball's coming, so if I see him put a finger down, is it not is – that, is that cheating? Robert, I appreciate the call from Texas. i got to get to an update here with John Fass in a moment, but – the use of a video camera out in the outfield, the use of live video on the analytics, according to Manfred and his email to former GM Jeff Lunau, and the video monitor in that hallway down from the Astros' dugout, the electronic use is prohibited. I get the rules of the game. Okay, and as I, I go back to listening to Johnny Bench with Dan Patrick, that they would change up signs. Yeah, that's some strategy. That's that competitive edge. Not banging on a drum or a trash can. 1,100 times in 54 games. That's dirty. It is. Take your thoughts. Is this Astros story going away? You can join in one 855 cbs That's one 855 4227. Ton of tweets rolling in at Saturday Huge on Twitter. 
and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. Dusty Baker is asking Major League Baseball to tell other teams not to comment on the Astros. Oh, my gosh. And then from Thomas Boswell, I heard this story yesterday, too. He's with the Washington Post. Kurt Suzuki, as I read from CBSSports.com, whose Nationals edged the Astros in seven games to win the World Series this past season. He says Houston was stealing signs during the 2019 Fall Classic. Suzuki was asked the question by Boswell, do you think the Astros are still cheating in the 19 World Series? Oh, yeah, no question, Suzuki said. We could hear it from their dugout. We heard their whistling. What are you going to do? We got a couple of big strikeouts when their crowd was so loud they couldn't hear. The whole thing was crazy. I got messed up on signs a couple of times, had to call time and take us out of rhythm. I kept thinking, we have to go to the field and work early on our signs in the World Series just to stop their cheating. It's so stupid and so wrong. Wow. Yeah, so the whistling, you know, replaced the trash cans. I, but that World Series was kind of crazy. That the visiting team won all their games. The Nats did in Houston and did the cheating guarantee you? Because that 17 roster for the Astros and even 19 and 18 was pretty darn loaded, wasn't it? But as Johnny Bench said on the Dan Patrick Show, if I would have known what pitch was coming, I could have hit 700. That's like softball. You know where it's coming. You can just crank on it. The story's not going away. You get Kurt Suzuki talking about whistling and cheating in 2019 World Series. You get Correa talking about a tattoo, and that's why Altuve was holding his shirt, and he didn't. You know, bang the drum. Okay, well, what about the whistling then? Nano Kurt Suzuki, are we just going to call him a liar and believe all the Astros? Dusty Baker asking MLB to have other teams not comment on the Astros. Don't throw bean balls. And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with somebody getting hurt or, you know, taking a, breaking a wrist or getting a, Baseball to the chin. I, I I don't agree with that. But look how this story. Look how this story just keeps unfolding. And like I said, there will be more, not just major league players. There will be somebody on 2017, 2018, 2019. If the cheating was going on, there'll be people talking. Their conscience. With immunity, they can still tell the story. Now, again, I don't know what that agreement was. Was it non-disclosure? Both sides? Nobody can talk? I don't know. There's no Freedom of Information Act that all of us can have access as fans in the media to what this deal was with the Major League Baseball Players Association and Major League Baseball. We don't know what the parameters were. I think the more I look at it, Rob Manfred could not suspend 
the entire Astros roster. It would decimate one of his biggest franchises. Money loss, no TV ratings, so he decided to do the immunity thing. Suspend Hinge and Lunau for a year, but then Mr. Crane, the owner, who up until that scripted PR press conference this week had been pretty forthright, honest, upfront, and I thought, as I said a week ago on this show, had been brutally honest about the severity of what went on. Instead, he had the players back. Maybe he listens to Houston sports radio, writers, everybody in Houston. They don't have an issue with it. And at the end of the day, does Jim Crane care what people in Southern California, New York, Boston, Chicago, Miami, Birmingham, Charlotte, Salt Lake City, or Seattle say about his team? No, he cares about his local advertisers, sponsors, partners, and the players that he has signed contracts. So he did not an about-face, but he kind of shifted with the strong arm and wrapped his arms around his baseball team. And at the end of the day, everybody is about the almighty dollar. That's what it is. It's about making money across the board. It is about making cash. Let's go to Bud in California. Thanks for the wait, and you're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Huge, how you doing, brother? Doing good, buddy. I had to laugh when you said that the Astros, they were going to take the name. That was the name of my Little League team when I played back in the 70s. <laughs> I thought it was like, oh, they take the name. Like some big punishment, they're going to take the name of the team away from the kids. Now, there's two Little Leagues in Southern California that have banned the Astros logo and team name from jerseys in their Little Leagues. Yeah, and it was a popular name. Like, so I played back in the 70s when the Astros weren't even that big, and it was a popular name, so I can imagine now. Hey, I wanted to point out, I talked to you a few weeks ago about um, the Springer show that I used to work on. I wrote the book and uh, doing the movie thing. Yes. Like I got a book deal, and uh, if we do the movie, you're a big guy, obviously, because the name of the huge show. I was going to see if you want to play maybe one of the security guards in the movie if we do that. All right, well, thank you, bud. I appreciate you listening out there in Palm Springs, California. Thanks for the love. Uh, my only movie acting, I was a voice guy in the Kurt Russell movie, football movie, Touchback. It's a good movie. I had like 110 lines. That's it. I did the old Arliss HBO series when I was working in Chicago. We did um, Vander Holyfield and did Dolph Lundgren play a German boxer, I think. And it was a, you know, Arliss was the HBO comedy. It was well done. So Lou Canellis was my broadcast partner when I was in Chicago and we filmed an HBO promo and had a spot in the series. But then Evander Holyfield, the boxer, was chewing on a Snickers bar. And the director <laughs> for Arliss and everybody, you know, he's chewing on a Snickers bar and they're trying to film everything. So that's it. And then uh, NFL Blitz 2001-2002, I'm one of the voices on that. There you go, bud. I just gave you my resume. Speaking of Chicago, Bob, listening on AM 670, The Score, here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. 
Thanks. Yeah, I was. Uh, I certainly think something has to happen with the Astros more than what happened. But I think it was your producer or somebody talked about banning them from the postseason for a couple of years. And I think the issue with that is that affects competitive balance. I mean, how'd you like to be the Rays, win 95 games, and you're a wild card because the Yankees win 102 games, and meanwhile the Astros win 95 games, the A's win. 86 and they get to win a division because the Astros can't go you you'd have to do something with the playoffs to make sure that the AL West doesn't get the benefit of having only four teams eligible for the playoffs versus the rest of of baseball if you were if you were going to do that so I just don't see how that would work in terms of competitive balance so what do you think would be just our just punishment for the Astros yeah that's a tough that's a tough call because you're talking about even if you're talking about banning players that also affects that that competitive balance you know you could you could take away you could take away the the title like you said but you know the fans and all those people could say yeah they still won that world series even though it doesn't exist i mean colleges get titles vacated and and you really think the colleges and universities and fans feel like they didn't actually win something so i i just don't know it's a hard it's a tough call but but i don't know how you could do something like ban them from the postseason and not affect competitive balance with the rest of the league. Thanks for the call from beautiful Chicago listening on AM670. The score, if you want to join in, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Chuck Meadows is listening in White House, Tennessee. He tweets at Saturday Huge. I can see where you're coming from, but I don't see the Astros voluntarily vacating the 2017 World Series title anytime soon. Brian Kelly tweets at Saturday Huge from Clanton, Alabama. Astros organization should be banned for one year completely from any participation, then a postseason probation for one year for every year they cheated and tried to hide it. Thank you, Brian, and Clanton, Alabama. I think Jim Harlan says Aaron Gordon got robbed in the dunk contest. I think Jones won it. Stay Thirsty tweets at Saturday Huge. What exactly was the Astros' punishment? Hinch and the GM were punished and may never work in baseball again, but the Astros have a new GM and new manager. Where is the punishment? Manfred failed here. Suspend players. Yeah, and then Carlos Correa. When Bellinger talks about that we cheated for three years, he either doesn't know how to read, is really bad at reading comprehension, or is just not informed at all. 2018, nothing happened. 2019, nothing happened. But then Kurt Suzuki of the Washington Nationals They have no reason to be better. They won the World Series. They talked about the whistling. It's not going away, man. And I'm telling you, some players are going to talk. They're going to. There will be some conscience cleansing happening by the time we get to opening day for the Houston Astros. I guarantee it. Players from 2017, 18, and 19. It will happen. 
Baseball, for some reason, just thought that this was going to go away. That's an arrogance when you're in New York City and you're Rob Manfred, the commissioner. one 855 cbs You want to join in on the conversation at Saturday Huge on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Search Saturday Night Huge Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 